Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Anise, Justin, Jordan. joining us today um, we're back outside but talk about weather whiplash went from 97 to 67 and again again, again within two weeks uh, so now we're back bundled up and uh, sweaters and, and and tights so that's kind of weird I don't know what does that what it does to the garden but yeah. what did it do to the garden this time well, I was able to transplant a little bit when it's cooler because I lost some things when I transplanted in the heat, so I'm trying to turn over four or five beds today, but into the summer stuff, basil and tomatoes. Also, trying to deal with the nematode issues that we have because we don't grow hybrids. Um, and what are you doing about that? There's a companion planting with some marigolds, I'm trying that, along with another product, organic product that they suggested, some sort of We'll see how it goes and stay tuned for the rest of the summer. So, um, should be interesting. So yeah. Hopefully, it's shaping up to be a good year. Yeah, and then I had just had finished my uh, last or our last farm to table with the school next door. Last class for how many classes did you do? That was I usually do 13 sessions, but I feel like I did 14 this year. But um, and this time we talked about um, the pesticides in the in the and the food and the effects on the not only the health of people but the environment and the people that pick the food um, and the ozone and, and all that stuff. So we tried our bike blender. I got a piece so failed miserably and fortunately takes me when I put the piece back. So yeah. got a lot of traffic today. Uh, yes Memorial Day weekend. Uh, this one is a military helicopter. Yesterday, and the marks. marks the the I don't know it's like anniversary. I don't know if that, that's not even a good word. Just marks the one year, yeah, one year mark of 
are losing um, two friends, um, a husband and wife, Robin and Lee Sandiford, in a tragic car accident. They were uh, on their way to the Strawberry Music Festival when they, um, yeah, just. Uh, he goes there, he went there every year. Um, he was one of the, let's say, the, not the original. 28, yeah, but, you go there for 28 years or so. Yeah, yeah, so every year he'd go there and just kind of, so when we talk about a rough year, it was weather-wise and then personal-wise, um, this was brought all back to bring back a lot of a lot of memories. And the problem is, or not the problem, but the emotional thing about it is also it was also we learned it uh, about it on Jordan's birthday. So no, Jordan, no, Jordan day after. or the day after Jordan's birthday, yeah, you wanted to talk were, about that. Um, yeah. Um, they, they, yeah, they got the news that night. He, um, I guess it was would be like yesterday night, yeah. a year ago. And uh, his mother is uh, at that time was ninety, ninety-one. <clears throat> so she, um, she really, she I mean, she loves her boys. She has three boys, and um, one of the stories that. From the Who nannies was, we were told by, you know, one of the the musicians that came, Dwayne Thorin, that there'd be the Sandford family coming, it's Laura and her boys, and uh, they were there at this Who nanny, and none of us actually knew what he was talking about, and, you know, because you know we kept saying like Laura and her boys were going to be there because they're kind of like a patron of the arts, and uh, the next day we see Dwayne and he's like. Um, yeah, Laura and her boys were there. We're like, who, where were her boys? And he, he points them out in the picture, and you're like, six feet five, <laughs> six feet five, you know, above forty years old. But it was Laura and her boys, and that I thought that was She's that pretty much sets the stage for the relationship she had with her sons and, and with us. And with us, you know, it was a family was, affair. We, it was a family affair here at the homestead, and she, it was a family affair with the Sanfords. And she had her ninetieth birthday party here, mm-hmm. where I. She it was your a, idea. It was a, she's on a strict uh, diet regimen. So, and one of the things she could eat was squash. So I had this, thought I had a good idea, a brilliant idea to give her, her a zucchini cake. But not only a zucchini. A zucchini cake, mm-hmm. but the actual zucchini ca- zucchini. Mm-hmm. That was about one of those ones that you left on the plant too long, Whales. about two feet long. Mm-hmm. And so then I said, well, I'll put some cake. So I went to this bike to the store and I said, I'll put some candles on it. So I ended up putting 90 candles. That spelled Laura. That spelled her first name, Laura. And so, the, in theory, it looked so far so good. So that night, in the green room, decided to light 60 <laughs> candles. Just like match. 90 candles. We saw singing oh. eyes. Was it we tried to match? Or? I don't know if we tried to No, I think we had No, the, we tried. We tried with the... Those things, butane lighters. Yeah, and then at one point you just you discovered that if you tipped the if you light one side and tilt <laughs> it was it, such a flaming. <laughs> it ended up the heat coming off that it was wash was it was melting wax of it. So we, dad, dad and you brought it out from behind the curtain, and her eyes lit up, and then she blew it out. But we had to help her blow it out because it was ninety candles <laughs> melting, really hot. It was. We actually were kind of worried there for a minute. Yeah. <clears throat> so, not yeah. the best thing to do, but she got a kick out of it. And then when she blew out the candles, she realized 
it's spelled Laura. Laura. So that was her. And think it, and then got a place at her front door for yeah. like a week later or something. But so yeah, just to that was to set the stage because we were family friends with the wives, the kids. The mom. The mom. And I mean, it was just like, you know, many layers. And Rob really never missed a Sunday for the last five years, unless he was at Strawberry. Uh, I think, or other engagements. Or, yeah. but I think Strawberry or another musical festival called away, but I think that was only twice a year, but he was a he regular. Always, yeah, he was always there. Um, like, you know, not only, be, not only being six foot tall, you know, it's kind of like he was, you know, physically, you know, always a presence there but also he played know, every instrument every instrument he was somebody you fell back on he was always that steady force that kept things going in the hoop he didn't and need to be front and center he yeah. always played he anything. played for the jury was, and I the love him of music like he was a pillar there he was a true musician because he played he for love of music too, so. and so we're friends in the family and so the, um, it would have been yesterday n- night Mm-hmm. Last night, right? Yeah. It was last night. It was Wednesday. They, they, Twenty-six. Right? Yeah, it was okay, so the night of the 26th, they found out they. Oh, not they found out that the accident happened the next okay. morning. Okay, so the mo- next morning we did twenty-six. Yeah. They found out that they Laura the Sandford family found out they lost you know brother, sister-in-law, you know her daughter-in-law. So you know, <clears throat> and. You know, they told close friends, but Laura always, she always thinks of everyone else. And she insisted that everybody keep silent because she knew my birthday was on the 28th. Which was the Saturday. Which was the Saturday. And I had, some friends came over and we watched a movie. And I remember seeing something odd with these friends. You know, I was just like, oh, something's up. And they're like, no, we have to go and stuff. And... It wasn't, I was not offended, but I just, I, I couldn't sense things. I was like, oh, okay, you know, cool. And, um, you know, I, I could just sense something was not said and, you know, just kind of passed over my head. And then, and the next day. So the next morning, you know. Oh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, some friend. Uh, so got, the morning uh, before Ahuke yeah. that was planned. Some very close friend came and said, you know, she has to talk to the family. And then she told us the news. And uh, I remember just kind of just melting on the sofa and then we had to do a hoot nanny that night and we were tasked with telling others you know when they walk in the musicians I remember Jimmy was told and, and some people were just like and actually when Dwayne that morning Dwayne was here with the family yeah and, uh, we were told too so and also still... Rob and Elise have a daughter she was on a trail and all hoot nannies are live streamed and the request from the Sandiford family was to continue with the hoot nanny, but pretend nothing happened because they didn't want her to find out via social media that she lost her father because she was up on the mountain. Mother. Yeah, Pacific father and mother. Yeah, so she, they didn't want her to find out. Like, oh, I'm sorry about your dad. Somebody texting her. So we had it was surreal to carry the on the hoot nanny, on, yeah. and everybody knew. And the crowd, okay, because a lot of people come with the crowd. They don't know. They're just like public. So you couldn't, you know, you couldn't sit down, you know, they were here to see a show and you couldn't, you know, so make it, you know, morbid. Yeah. But that day when they, when they told us we had, Dwayne and Dad were there. Well, today wasn't a good day. <laughs> Too many memories. So. Not tomorrow. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so we, I remember after the hoot nanny, I put the live stream. And what did we sing? Amazing Grace. Dwayne sang that. Yeah. I pulled the live stream. We went offline and it was, the regulars kind of hang around. And we sang that song. There was supposed to be something for Rob, you know, for the family, but we threw something here called the Santa Cruz Soul Shore. And there was never really any funeral or anything because that was, Laura said, that was all she ever wanted was what we did. And it's, I think it's recorded. It's on YouTube somewhere. But, you know, I remember just everybody coming and it made a difference to all she and Robin at least. They were. And then on top of that, we have tomorrow. Well, well, first of all, no, then let's go back. Then we lost, we lost Dad in December and then uh, March 20, uh, see, four days before April 1st, what is that? 27, 26. 26th, yeah. Um, so four days before our dad's, I guess, public <laughs> memorial, um, Dwayne Thorne, who we mentioned a lot, suddenly passed away too. So his memorial, public memorial, is the day tomorrow. Before my birthday. <laughs> and... We're gonna go that, to that tomorrow, and guess and that's the day before Jordan's Jordan's birthday. So we mark, the, you know, completion of a year, a completion of a year with bookends of tragedy and loss. And it's like when we so we say it's been a rough year, and it's it's been a really rough year. I don't think we've lost four people who are close to us, and. A lot of other people lost. And, yeah, and a lot of people, and you know, we've we've heard of other people losing other, but this was four people that touched our family and touched those around us. So we're it's grieving a, as, as a, a community family. and family, and it's still. I remember the Sunday, the last Sunday, I saw Rob Sanford and his wife. Elise, Elise wasn't supposed to come. No. She happened to come because she often doesn't come, but she decided to come that. And I sat next to her, and we had this great conversation. And she told me how much the place meant to her. And then I also stands out was Rob. Rob, when he gets into his music thing, he kind of not tunes out, but he's he's in the moment. He's in the music, and well, I'm always so busy serving the hoot nanny and doing them, you know, running the show. I I rarely talk to people. And I remember Rob pulled this joke on me. It was, it was pretty funny. He got me. And I was just remember thinking, you know, that was uncharacteristically awesome. It was a joke. He, he put it by my jacket. He wanted to know if it was... Uh, the red jacket, with, I mean, the denim jacket with the red, the red yeah, is it, flowers. Is it something? Oh, man, I wish I remember. I think I'm blanking out. He pulled a joke on me. I remember just laughing so hard. And that was a last. And then, besides Dad, which there was a time where he really... Uh, I was sick the Sunday before he died, but Annie's and I sang anyways. And I knew my voice was pretty messed up. But he, he said something about how much he really appreciated that Dad, singing. Really Dad, And then a couple of days later, he's dead. And then Dwayne, he was in pain the day, a couple of days before he died at the Hood Annie. And, but he gets up on stage and we sing with him. And that's his last performance ever. And then he dies. And the thing is, 
Dwayne did wake up in the hospital when I was there. And that, that was that. But. Yeah, we ended up in the same hospital, the same floor, the same doctors and nurses as dad. So that was a little deja vu moment. I couldn't, I couldn't handle. So yeah, that's tomorrow. Memorial. He said bookends. Uh, not only rough agriculture year, a rough year on personal level. So if you hear us say it's been a rough year more than once. We lost a lot of people supposedly. It's supposed to be some meaning to all this. But. I said I was telling a friend, I was like, I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless and I just don't I haven't figured that out yet. Just to make sense of it. This is too much. And then we know um, you know, extended family. The people would come, friends. They, they lost quite a lot too in their own families. So we didn't know like them personally, but they're impacted by their own tragedies, and it just seemed like a year of loss. <laughs> I mean, you mark years. Oh, year it rained. Year this. Year that. This one would be a year yeah, of loss. You can go 30, 20, 30, 40 years without losing. You know that many people in a short period of time, and, and at such a young age too. You know, grandparents, grandparents. You know, not not as expected, but. Well, uh, Rob, Dad, and Dwayne were within two to three years of each other, so Rob's technically. Rob's birthday was like one day after before Dad. Yeah, before Dad's or after Dad, so he had near the same birthday. Um, born in practically one year earlier. Or the yeah, same year. or some year, and then Dwayne, like I said, Dad, Dwayne and Dad were like buddies they would just talk forever and so the, and but they would hash these plans that we'd hear over here radio just like, show radio yeah. show they would hash these plans and i'd be hearing it in the house i'm like so and who's guys, gonna do that like, and who's gonna do the work and they just have these grandiose massive plans they're like we're gonna and do i'm just like the, not the practical one but, but i'm they the have the scripted a radio show based yeah. off yeah well it was a radio show yeah and that was one of the the highlights of then you've got Dwayne, Dad, Rob. Rob, Rob played the sheriff. Dwayne played the, like the salesman. Yeah, salesman. Uh, traveling salesman. Lip and lip Dad lip. was the, the patient. Consu- consumer. Was the that patient. was the elixir. So was Dad came up with the thing to, he was supposed to be peddling some snake oil. Dwayne was supposed to be peddling some snake oil. So the the story goes that I think it was a full house. It must have been 40, it was 40 people there. So um, during one skit, they had Dad take this elixir to make him younger. So they swung it, swing, take the swing of it, swing of it, swing of it. And Dwayne asked him, "Is it working?" So he's like, "No, take some more." So he took some more, and and they had they put him up behind the curtain curtain sheet basically a quilt and so they're ham- hamming it up a bit and joking back and forth and so dad's idea was to said the elixir worked and have me behind the curtain so we switched it was, it's we switched such a silly it's very joke. basic basic <laughs> joke. it was the most primitive joke i mean primitive prank. magic <laughs> magic so dad said 
are you ready? You know, so we changed the jacket and I put on a hat and they dropped the curtain. The crowd and the gasped. Crowd gasped. <laughs> well, like, it was really what? hilarious. And sitting there with the goofy grin on my face because I don't know what's going on. You know, because I always they said like I look like that, right? Yeah. So, you know, and this elixir work and dad turned younger. So that was a... We were it supposed was, to it was priceless. It was priceless. And that was... It was planned to recreate that show because there wasn't such demand. We were going to recreate it. We never got to it. It was so basic, so thing, but it, everybody was just... You know, it was one of, those, one of those ones that will never happen again. But. Yeah, so then after, you know, we would always be, you know, we always loved music. And like I said, music was, you know, Dwayne would hang out, what, at the homestead, sometimes once, twice, three, three times, times a week, a week mm-hmm. not including the hoot nannies. And so, you know, it was all about talking about music or um, make a music video against Monsanto. Because um, we did a music video with Dwayne about Waltadina. Walmart, and coming Walmart. in a small town. Yeah, so we called it Waltadina, which Walmart was going in, coming up to the little city above Pasadena called Altadena and so people were concerned about small businesses so we did that. Dwayne wrote the song Dad and Jordy uh, filmed and edited it right? Yeah it was Better Cut up, one. Written up uh, starting and stuff? Yeah. Better Cut one we were supposed to be doing. Yeah and then like I said it was just I don't know because like I said Rob and another thing Rob rarely rarely leaves things and I didn't had I didn't know he had passed so um and we didn't know so on Thursday actually Lena would came over to um because she didn't find it till Saturday so Thursday which was the 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 day after um we you know everybody was oblivious so she had come to the homestead and brought her banjo and we were sitting there and we said oh she's like what's that song that you know Rob sings um, we should learn it. And I was like, yeah, we should. So she was, we started singing it. It was called Come On Up to the House. It is a, you know, cover. And, um, and I said, Rob, you know, like I said, Rob rarely leave, leaves anything. So it was like, okay, that's odd. And I was humming it because of that, humming it, you know, Thursday, humming it Friday, humming it Saturday in my head and then I went back there I guess Saturday or Sunday into the green room and you're getting ready to have the movie yeah Yeah, because we're getting ready to have the movie for Jordy's birthday and there on the shelf was Rob left two sheet music so I forget what what the other one was but the first one right on the top was coming up to the house and for some reason I don't know why he had written Rob his name Rob on it so in his handwriting so I was like oh I'll have to give it to Rob when he you know tell you know when Rob comes back from Strawberry, they, you know, left his sheet music. So, unbeknownst that, you know, he's he's no longer. So then I we found out on Sunday, and I immediately thought of, uh, besides just like Lauren and us and everything, and I immediately thought of one of his best musician friends was Adam. And I was like, oh, man. Just... Just, he's probably Adam just had de- been waiting for him up there. Yeah, sure. I, said, I said, oh boy, he's probably devastated. And I, you know, so I texted him, Adam, and he was up at Strawberry. And I just, so I, I said, I just heard, you know, I, I wrote him Monday because even though I heard Sunday, I just couldn't write. I, I just was so 
broken up, I couldn't, I couldn't write them. But so we I wrote spent, them. Yeah. We spent Memorial Day at Laura's, right? Right. We spent Memorial Day at Laura's, but I wrote Adam on Monday, and I was like, I better tell him, you know, because I know. And he was still up at Strawberry, but he had found out Thursday morning, so he he had known three days prior to finding when we found out. And I wrote him. Uh, you know, I can't remember what I wrote him, but I just and he just said, I keep singing the song coming up to the house and I was like oh you are too I said I keep singing it you know it keeps going in my in my head and I hear I, every time I go in the backyard I hear I hear Rob singing it I said well you wouldn't believe what you know and I don't know coincidence or whatever I said you, I have to tell you in person but I think Rob left something for you <laughs> here and I'll give it to you next time I see you and so I gave him the lyrics of that of that song with Rob's handwriting, hand, you know, Rob's handwriting, Rob, on it. And so that song means, you know, something. I don't know what, but like I said, Rob rarely leaves anything because he's always. It was, uh, it was uh, So I don't know if it's a little thing that he left behind. Yeah. I don't know. So then, yeah. So then we had Rob had a couple pet songs. Mm -hmm. uh, the hoop was. Uh, you're my sunshine. You're my sunshine, which nobody will probably ever do again. Why would they? Because why is it, why is it so a, special? He made his own take on it, a Russian version, which is... Yeah, like, it's just, you can it find it on YouTube. Emphatic, mm -hmm. emphatic, dramatic take on... No, it's, 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 a, it's, a, very, it's a real song. It's about a broken relationship. It's not this happy... Happy you, goes on, you're my sunshine. Kid says, song. You could just see him say... It's a broken relationship. So, and it's a public service announcement. So it's a PSA announcement for the Because if you actually people. listen to the song, it's a bit creepy, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit morbid, but it's crazy. And he's like, they're actually teaching this to this song to our children. And he says it in the Russian accent. <laughs> you, you in the schools, you would be horrified or something. He goes, so then, so then they would play up either Adam, they did Ed mm -hmm. for a while, so they would... Him I think him and Ed, Rob and Adam were the best. That was. But they had Ed on bass. Well, Ed on bass, but but. It was hilarious. So. There's one that. picture that captures that I think that, one with him and Adam and he's got his head thrown back. I they they made a good team. So. Then yeah. said, okay, you know we. we kept, try to keep kept, going. Trying to keep on or whatever you want to say. It was hard. The hoop, I mean, yeah. Hooped alive for a while. Then at the dad's last hoop, and ended up being dad's last picture, was we're saying goodbye to Linda and Cindy who are moving back Howdy. east, back home. And so dad got everybody up there to take a picture, and that was dad's last picture. Yeah, that's that's the. And then the next morning, woke up and said, "You guys, you girls, sound great. You guys should sing more." And we were singing Christmas songs with Dwayne. <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, Dad, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what you say. Yeah, yeah. Well, would Dad give you a compliment? No, no, that's, that's a problem. I mean, Dad rarely complimented. And, I mean, he brought yeah, it up. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> If you got a compliment from dad, it wasn't, it wasn't because he was just like, you know, just saying it. So. He told you straight up what it was. Yeah, I mean. Dishonest. And then it made me realize, you know, I think I said after Rob died, 
And I said, okay. To, well, the I, first song we sang publicly? Well, I told you, Jordy, let's go back to that. Why I was, after Rob died, I was like very affected. And I said, you know what? We, you know, we started these meetings and we started the Saturday socials prior to that, 12, 10 years ago. We were singing more, you know, why are we like taking. Well, because it was friends. Yeah, you I know. know. So this, I was like, yeah. we, can't, we can't do this anymore. You don't know how long you're going to have. You know, it's it's about doing it. So I turned to Joy and said, well, we got to sing some songs. Just you and me. We'll sing it. And and we did it for Laura. The first Ra time we sang publicly by ourselves. For Laura Sandiford, for the Rob Sandiford and Lily Sandiford Memorial. And it, I said, it's, you know, it's, and it made her day. She was so happy and thrilled and she kept talking about it. And I just realized, you know, it's not about, oh, you know, it's not song perfect. I don't think, you know, I could do better. We have to practice more. And then I realized, you know, it's not about that. It's it's what the others enjoy. And so I just said, you got to let some things go. It? Yeah. Well, oh, I don't, I hardly enjoy one? that because I mean, Forest. something. Well, stage fright. Yeah, they can't, they may say I can't sing, but at least they can't say I never sang. So, and then, but Dwayne gave you some voice lessons too. Right? Yeah, then Dwayne was then Dwayne was giving. He was like, "Well, you know, you really should, you know, get, get back into gear." You know, we start because I see. We said, "Remember when the, in the front we would start singing, and you guys would join, and and there was a song that you girls sang that you know Dad even teared up, and that story went around, and he's like, "You guys." Yeah, started I know, after doing Dad died, I got told, you know, there was a song your dad brings up, and I was just like, "What are you talking about?" So you go sing it. I'm like, we didn't sing a song. And found out, yeah, we did. In the front yard. And Dad was behind us. And the people saw Dad tearing up. And But everybody knew it except us. But they told us after. Well, then you were practicing with Dwayne for Dad's memorial. We were practicing that song with Dwayne for Dad's memorial. And we had, I had the program for four songs that Dwayne was going to sing with us for Dad's memorial, and we never made it. I don't know, that was just, you know, we went to the hospital on Monday and never came out, and passed uh, two days later, I think. So he passed on Wednesday, and Dad's memorial was on a Saturday. So that, and that's just barely a month and a half ago. Right? Yeah. June first would be two months. Oh, two months. So okay. So no. Yeah. yeah. That Dwayne. So when we say it's a rough year, we <laughs> we need it from the bottom of our hearts. So. Uh, we couldn't. We couldn't have done it without. I mean, we the support from the from the community when we were in the hospital with Dad. We could have done it without the rain. Got us through that, uh, that first couple of months. So, I guess they say they say memorials are like closure, but uh, I don't know. I think it's the one year that passing that bothers. There are three people, four people, five people. I don't know. Hopefully it's closure tomorrow. And then one friend came saying, oh, everything's in divine order. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, so sad, um, 
you know, no, no offense, but some <clears throat> divine order that might be because, you know, I like, you know, yeah, I have a question, I have, have it for a reason, reason right? you know. It's magical. Huh? Somebody said it was just magical. I know. For a period of time, it was some magic. Never, never, never program, never think, but each one was different, each one was magical. Yeah, so we, the who nannies people asked, are they coming back? Yeah, I just, I just don't see it. But yeah, they had a lot of help. Can't, lot I of can't do from, it. That's all. From friends and family, from food nanny family that helped us get through. And it was just like whiplash, because you just get over, get over, quote, get over, try it well. Try to get over it. Cope. Cope. Good word. Cope with it. And something else hits you down, and then trying to cope with that. And then Dwayne, and then it's just like, you were somewhat joking, wave the white flag, and I think that was, I don't know if that was big after God or after Dwayne. It was, it came, it was. It took a lot out it of took, us. It took, but it was, a, it was more than. They became more than uh, friends. Some became close to family. We were family. Every Sunday, I mean, it was like church. Yeah, it's a religious experience. So. It's, it's a magical. So, four, four or five years of magic. And we have to figure out now. Figure out the podcast. Do our next magic. Maybe that's what we move on to. There's a reason for all this stuff. That's what they say, right? <laughs> I just said, making sense out of nonsense. I don't know. And then he said, one guy was like, I told him, oh, you know, he said, there's people just finding out about dad. And like, oh, I'm sorry to hear about Jed and your dad. And I said, you know, I'm sorry too. You know, I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, I'm sorry to hear about Jed. And I just have to say, oh, I'm sorry too. Because I am, you know, sorry. I don't know. And um, they're like, he was like, no, it takes about a year, you know, for grieving. I was like, wow. So, a year for that, a year. So, we, we, I said, we have, I know, heartache. I said, well, we have four. So, that's four years. Four people. I said, I said, oh, not only lost dad, we lost four others in a year. So, what is that equivalent, equivalent to, or equivalent to? You know? So, I don't know. Equivalent. And grief. And like I said, it's not. And the people that we see every day, and the people we see, you know, every other day, and the people are, we're all knew these people. And so you see them carrying their grief, and they see us carrying our grief. And, you know, sometimes I can't help them, and they can't help me. You know, I talked to another friend on the other day, and she was a ball of bubbles on the phone. I just, she's like, I'm sorry. I just have to say, you know. You know, and then she's like, I shouldn't bother you with that. You're, you know, you're, you're grieving too, but I don't know. I really like, keep saying, I do not know what to do sometimes. And the only thing I do is to do is to work. Yeah, like I said, that's all. That all makes sense. I think we touched, on, I think we touched on other, other episodes when all hell's breaking loose in the world or in society or in death. The only thing that made sense was to work in the garden, so... What I love doing, and just sort of bring me back to reality and get out of so we don't get into depression. So, but the dilemma is people ask, 
oh, when are you going to have your workshops? When are you going to have a music or a farm dinner? And then you realize, wow, it's been, you know, you say, oh, well, we'll get around to it. But then it's another month. It's well, two we, months. We, we put it off till Dad's thing. We said we'll come back. So come back with classes and workshop mm-hmm. in April. Yeah, I know. And then we were knocked down with Dwayne. I know. And then now it's June. So now we're getting June. So we're going to try try to piece together some workshops, at least one or two, right? In June? I'm, I don't know. I'm hoping. I just sometimes I just. Emotionally, I and I will do it, but I, I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I feel uh, obligation. I plan on doing a chicken class, but I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, whether my heart's in it, yeah, my heart's in it, it's it's different now, so, I, you know, I know well, look I at, just... Look at this side. You record it once, and then you go. Do it one more time. So, we had, uh... I mean, if people say life will go on. I mean, that's, you know, all these cliches, oh, you know, you can rattle them all. You know, this cliche, that cliche, that cliche. And, you know, you say life goes after on, but... We had, uh, I think it was just, like, the one after another after another sort of just... Not, I mean, I'd say knockout, but it was just knocked it flat. Because it was, we were, we had, we were just coping with Sanford. There was Sanford stage, the Sanford socials, the Sanford photo albums, the Sanford thing. We were just... Uh-huh. I'm going to say closure with that one. Mm-hmm. That, then with dad, so it was thing, and then once we were coping with dad, then then Dwayne's thing sort of took took the air right out of it. Just mm. took the air right out of out from under us. So we'd figure out the reorganized, downsize, trying to figure out what to do next. Um, so the podcast we hope has helped us cope and help other people see where we're coming from and try to figure out the future what what we want to do i mean we like doing this but um, maybe on a bigger scale or, or something like that obviously we're then also it's not the same but janice too who helped for 10 years she went home to take care of her parents it wasn't a death but there's another pair of hands that got us did definitely helped us out for 10 years so she ended up going home to take care of her parents so we not even talk about Janice and that wasn't a death but it's still a loss mm-hmm. big loss she did help us with the farm stand food nannies and dinners so, and stuff. Number three. so I do, what, I, what I worry about is coming to it's fast approaching one year dad's death and that it scares me a bit how fast things are moving sometimes it scares me how slow things are moving but if I'm not sure I can handle one year I don't to do that yeah you had your birthday I stopped to have mine it's just like said <coughs> There's going to be many milestones that are just going to suck. If you, yeah, because I, I just came from a friend. She's like, "Have you written anything?" I said no. She's like, "Why don't you write?" So I can't. I just, it just can't. You know, it's 
because they know I would write when I had walked through things. And she's like, I know you write. She says, have you written anything? I said, no. I won't. Not for a while. So I don't, I don't write. I barely say anything on that, you know, social media or anything. It's just, I just, I know once I write, it'll be bad for me. So I don't write. I barely write anything. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have enough. Uh, have you played work. guitar? No, not really. <laughs> have you played? No, not okay, really. And they say, oh, you have to practice your practice music again. I don't know. I just hey, you think that's force the point? myself. I think, huh? You think that's the point? That we're supposed to have music, a musical career? <laughs> no, not a career. <laughs> just, just okay. You mean sing? Proficient. Me, okay, more proficient, proficient, proficient and more proficient in music. I have no idea. That's just said. If you fig find it, figure. You if you, you find and figure it out, let me know. You have playing music lessons still. I still have his music lesson recorded and written down. I did them lessons. I took the every time he came. I sat down and I would say lesson one, and then I'd write it out, and then I record it. I mean, apparently we're getting better because I got we got commented by somebody who, when she comments, is a true comment. Uh, a compliment, yeah. Proficient it's, with criticism. Yeah, because, and uh, she brought it up on her own many hours later. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. Did you get some lady, to sing tomorrow? You practice? Well, some lady wants us to do actually a performance, but I don't know. Do you guys practice for tomorrow in case you get called up? Yeah, That's we'll probably do 500 miles or, because um, I, okay, the last three songs, Dwayne, or is it three or four? I can't remember. Last three songs was um, Waters, um, Waters, Waters Wide, Wide. Our Darkness. Five, no, 500 Miles, uh -huh. then he ended with Our Darkness, and that was the end. Yeah, and I think I touched on it the other couple episodes with that, how Dwayne helped me get through Dad's decisions that had to be made, and death and burial, um, made sure he gave us rides and made sure we were take care of ourselves so he'd yeah. bring us food to the hospital and he did spend a lot of time I think before he passed he spent more time at the homestead than he ever did he was almost there and he'd just sit I'd come home from work and it was like Dwayne was on the sofa I was like oh hey Dwayne he was, just, he was always there you know he'd bring us pizza or something and sit with Marley Marley's been having a rough go of it. He was very attached, he very attached to people, and so become very his, uh, his, uh, best buds in the world. His pack is losing people, so his, his little hierarchy is all messed up. Our hierarchy is all messed up. Our. I know the yeah. problem is like when people lose, I don't know if everybody does, but you kind of take a a break and you, I don't know, go on vacation or take a breather, but with farm, with farming or farm life, you can't really stop. Well, I mean, I mean you I can, said, was, you would say, it was a downtime a year, December, but, and I thought I'd get my act together by the time spring came around, get on top of everything, but like I said, I think we were talking about how well everything is growing, and that's where dad would come in and clean everything up that I was too impatient to clean up and prune things back and 
I said, well, I'll, I'll, days are longer, I'll work longer, and it's just, you know, I'm keeping, we're keeping afloat, but I don't know if I'll ever get back to pruning the stuff that needs to be cut back. If I don't cut it back now, it's going to be uh, a year before I get around to it. So, uh, we touched on that before. It looks, with all the rainfall and all the things, things are taking off. Problem things taking off. So I have to figure out. Get my act together. So, so with uh, the sides, maybe down here, but. You know, so. Well, I know they say it brings closure, so that's tomorrow. So maybe a big closure, new beginnings. Because we never. We we were just dealing with Dad's thing when his news came along, so we never really dealt with Dwayne's death. Maybe tomorrow will be a little bit of closure, so maybe closure, clarity, the meaning, the meaning of life, and mortality, and short. Any, any good news on the thing up? Well, something coming up next week. Yard is special, beautiful. Special guest coming up. Probably, but like I said, we could close on that. Just we just wanted, like I said, just made this wanted to mark that this is a year and a year of bookends of tremendous loss. Tremendous loss for our family and the community. And so we wanted to remember Robin and Lee Sanderford, our dad, Jules Dervais, and Dwayne Thorne. So um, with that, I think we'll, we'll say, off. yeah, we'll sign off. Until next time. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden the Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We've come to the end of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in again. Until next time, this is Annie, Justin, Jordan. Keep, Keep on growing. On growing. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh.